I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I'm your host. I hope you're well. Hope you're staying healthy and you've had a good couple of weeks. Unusually for us, we didn't put an episode out last Saturday. For various reasons, we didn't get around to doing that, but we're back. We're back with a bang. I will get to the question of the week in a second, which is what's the best time of day to exercise. Before that, I just want to draw your attention to our scorecard, newly released. We've had one out for individuals for quite some time now. That's our health IQ quiz. And you can find a link to that in the show notes. But we've created a scorecard now for companies. So it's individuals answering on behalf of their companies, and it's called the Wellbeing at Work Scorecard. We look at things like resources and training, energy, leadership and values, and various other different categories. It takes about three minutes to do. It's ideal if you're a business owner, a head of people, a head of well-being, a chief people officer, HR director, HR manager, that kind of uh, level of responsibility. And you can find it at wellbeing-at-work.scoreapp.com. So that's wellbeing-at-work, that's at A-T, dot scoreapp, S-C-O-R-E-A-P-P. Dot com. And I'll pull a link to that in the show notes as well. So do jump on, take that, get your own personalized report and a whole ton of tips that you can start implementing and thinking about immediately. So to this week's big question, what is the best time of day to exercise? I was asked this last week in a really successful keynote I did uh, in the Q&A portion with Bacardi, the drinks company. And I've been asked this a lot as well. And I have done quite a bit of research into various different sources to get the answers to this. And it's really interesting, actually. So from a physiological standpoint, the best time of day to exercise is roughly between 3 and 5 p.m. And that's because four things are at their peak. Grip strength, protein synthesis, testosterone, and body temperature. All of those four things are at their peak at that time of day for men and for women, making it the most optimal time in which to work out. If you want to get the maximal returns on on your strength training, perform as highly as possible in your cardiovascular training. So ideally, that's the time to do it. But what if you can't work out at that particular time? Now, for many of us, it isn't very practical. You know, it's, it's school run between three and five o'clock if you have children or like me you pick up your godchildren or help out with other people's kids it's also a time when most of us have got meetings traditionally in-person meetings now it might be a hybrid or zoom meetings but not always the best time to nip off and get a workout done so the way I approach this is if I can work out then I will but let's be honest for the majority of you listening you're what I might call a business athlete but you aren't in all likelihood, a professional or even a recreational athlete. In other words, it doesn't matter if you work out at 10 o'clock or 7 a.m. or 3 to 5 p.m. because the marginal difference is just that, it's marginal. So you're not looking to podium, you're not looking to beat eight-tenths of a second in a sprint, you're not looking to shave off seconds in a long-distance run. So I don't think it particularly matters unless you're at the very, very sharp end of competitive sport. 
So I will try and work out, put glibly at the time that I could get it done is my first consideration. If I'm trying to shoehorn something in later in the day when the juggernaut that is the working day has already set off, there's a chance that that time might get compromised, even though I really make sure that I ring fence that fitness and exercise time. There is a chance that something will encroach or come in left field that I'll have to pay attention to. There's also a chance that my energy may not be exactly where I want it to be at the end of the day because I've had something thorny to chew over or something difficult to deal with. So there's that risk as well. So I will always schedule it in at a time where I've got, I know that comfortably I can get it done. I'm also a bit strategic in terms of the time of day I exercise because I will quite enjoy taking advantage of the afterburn, something I've talked about before, which if I've got something tricky to do or put another way, I've got a presentation, maybe starting 9, 30, 10, and I really want to be absolutely flying for that. I want to work out in the morning. I want to get my, my temperature up. I want to get my heart rate up. I want to get lots of dopamine and endorphins and maybe some serotonin flowing through the body. So I'm really on fire for that session, really pumped, really energized. So I'll always strategically do a workout before that as well. So the timing for me is not so much about the physiological best time, but the best time in terms of my schedule, the best time in terms of of exploiting the energy and the feel good that I'm going to get from doing that workout. And that's when I'll tend to do it. And this brings me to my second point. So I've, I've answered the question about physiologically, when's the best time? Then I'm encouraging you to think about when is the best time for you? And the third thing to think about, because there's nothing revelatory about point number two, is there? is being adaptable. And a lot of it comes back to this idea of the business athlete that I've just alluded to. It's the idea that we see ourselves as athletes. So we plan, pace and prepare the same way an athlete would. So we see that we have something big in our diary, like the presentations I just talked about. So we we train for that, even if that's just across a 24-hour period. And that would be doubling down on nutrition, hydration, sleep the night before, maximizing your energy the morning of that big event. And then afterwards, taking some opportunity to deload, to rest and recover and get yourself ready for the next peak event. So being adaptable, I think is absolutely key with with an exercise regime, particularly as you get into midlife. So I'm 46 years old, perimenopausal, energy isn't as good as it used to be. It's not as consistent as it used to be. And as I've said many times before on the pod, you know, I'm just rolling with the punches with this. You know, I'm, I'm dialing up my workouts when I'm feeling good, but not consistently dialing them up because then it's going to impact energy in the long term or certainly the medium term. So I'm being adaptable. If I can get a good workout done, great. If not, then I'll do something lighter. I've, I've realized that a lot of my workouts are quite leg centric. The hex bar is very leg centric. The peloton bike's very leg centric. The walking that I do, 10 to 12 and a half thousand steps a day, obviously is very leg centric as well. And I thought actually, rather than dial down the workouts completely, I can just change the ratio of upper to lower body. Again, not revelatory stuff, but sometimes even fitness professionals can get into your groove in a certain way of thinking, which isn't always serving us. So adaptability is absolutely crucial. Adapt your workouts according to what's in the schedule, your current state of well-being, the rhythms of your household, and most importantly, look ahead to what's coming up. Have you got a big event, personal or professional, or even fitness related that you are, adverted commas, training up for? Uh, what does that training look like? You know, Do you want to peak about three days before so you can sort of take it easy and enjoy feeling that 
that pump, that bit of energy, not just physically, but mentally in terms of your well-being as well. And then after that big event, what are you going to do to to wind down a bit? Maybe take some more walks, do less high intensity stuff, let your body and your nervous system cool off and recover. And it's that idea that I think is absolutely key and that I think many people just miss miss completely or haven't thought about. And I say that without judgment, but I think we're way too good at pushing hard. Even people who wouldn't identify as type A or you wouldn't think of type A personalities, we're all really good at pushing hard. And we have a culture that promotes that, you know, you've got to be a Trojan and a warrior. Oh, she never says no to work. She's a real powerhouse and or people that just push, push, push in terms of their fitness. I know some very, very, very fit people who've uh, really succumbed to COVID. And initially, of course, it's surprising because they're so fit. But there is also the possibility sometimes that your immune system's compromised from pushing, pushing, pushing. So the, the real trick and the clever way to train, the clever way to exercise is to be adaptable, see yourself as a business athlete and understand where you are in that process. Are you getting ready for a peak event? Are you deloading from an event? And, uh, and I think that will enable you to get the very most out of your training, which if you're listening to this is probably what you're after. You know, how can I get the most bang for buck? I'm really focused on getting more from doing less and really doing stuff that's, that's a lot of fun. We're just getting into Pilates. We tried that on the Peloton app yesterday. Absolutely loved it. Really good core workout as well, but it isn't quite so frenetic and high intensity. So adaptability and see yourself as a business athlete, they are the messages from today. There's your answer to the question, what's the best time of day to exercise? Thanks very much for listening. Share this with anyone you think needs to hear it and all the very best for now. I'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.